tell me that you built a time machine? Uh, get the Inconceivable! Inconceivable! Get, 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 get. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. I'll have what she's having. Yippee ki motherfucker. Okay, welcome to Pink Team High, High School. School. This is a podcast where we talk about 80s films. My name is Lex. And I am Miss. And today we are talking about a movie <laughs> called Desperately Seeking oh, Susan. Oh, God. <laughs> it was oh. not what we expected. Because I remember this film being good. Yeah, look, I never watched it the whole way through, but I remember my sisters loved it. Yeah, look, I think it's very, very 80s. And I think it's very 80s because of one person who is the queen of pop, Madonna. Madonna. No, but the thing is, is it shouldn't be an issue that it's very 80s. I like very 80s. Yeah. More 80s, better 80s. Yeah. But it just was bad. Yeah, so it is Madonna's first film. Yeah. Um, if you don't know who Madonna is, then I, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Take a look at your life. And I'm not then, really uh, a Madonna fan. No, but she's you know. I mean, I like her music. In every essential '80s CD tape record, it's absolutely her. Yeah. It's all about her. Wow. <sighs> where do we Where do we start? Okay, so do you want to talk about the plot? Well, I mean. It's, I think that's probably the reason why it's such a bad movie, is the plot is just a joke. Well, I, because I, f- I have the feeling that some studio execs got together and went, oh, my God, let's just have a movie and we'll put Madonna in it and everyone will go and see it because it was the fifth highest grossing film of 1985. You're kidding me, really? It made like $270 million or something at the box office. And that's well, because... Like behind Indiana Jones <laughs> and then in this film. <laughs> because like every other, every teenager in 1985 went, oh, my God, I need to go and see the movie with Madonna. Yeah, okay. Uh, and yeah. I get that, and maybe the, I don't think it's the first time this has happened. Obviously, Elvis was in films. Yeah, um, but I think Elvis could act. Yeah, Elvis could act. And Madonna, oh. she got better. Did she not get better? I don't know. She's and we talked about this yesterday when we watched the no. film. Was she in any good films? No, well, all I can think of is um, Body of Evidence, which but she was wasn't her good trying in. to be sexy. She wasn't good in that, though. But she, I do think that she was good in A League of Their Own. I don't know. I don't think I've seen that before. Whereas she's not the main character, but a side character. Mm. I think she was terrible in Dick Tracy. Yeah, I remember that being panned really badly. <laughs> I mean, the the plot is basically there's this like bored housewife, and can I just say who is not who is Rosanna Arquette? Yeah. Can I just say that I have made it my goal in life mm. to be a bored housewife. <laughs> Side note, David Arquette's sister. Yeah, also that. But and Alexis Arquette. Imagine that, being a bo- that's your, your role in life. I am a bored housewife. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, so her husband is like a spa salesman. Yeah. And then she sees this ad in the singles or the personals, whatever they were called, in the actual newspaper yeah. saying like Des- meet, desperately seeking Susan, meet me at Battery Park, which we know is in New York, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Susan is Madonna and is this, like, I don't know, rando person who doesn't really have a home. No. She was hanging out in New Jersey. Transit. City, transient, yeah. Mm, Transient. And just, like, I mean, she looks cool. And Mm. we talked about that, about how, like, this was a real moment for fashion in the 80s. Mm. That look, that material girl look, you know, that Madonna really pioneered. 
But then it just go, it just gets stupid. Mm. Like the, you know, the housewife falls and bangs her head and gets amnesia. And then oh, there's this like yeah. side guy and there's like magic shows. It's just, and then there's like these ancient earrings from Egypt, Egypt. that were from like the, the Nefertiti collection. It belonged to Nefertiti. Yeah. Nefertiti was wearing them and, earrings. And the guy that Susan was hanging out with in Atlantic City yeah. had stolen them. And then his partner, like, yeah, the people who they stole it from, from was trying, trying to, chase. to chase them. It was just, it's just too much. Yeah. The storyline and the plot was. I don't even know if there make was any a theme. Sense. Except maybe... <laughs> let's get to themes. I wrote a few down. Oh. But before we get to them, let's talk about other actors. Now, Jackie's in this, yes. surprisingly. Um, sorry, what's Laurie McCarthy. Laurie McCarthy, who we talked about in Uncle Buck and is Jackie from... Is Jackie, yeah. We talked about her before and we love her. And we we're more her. surprised how many, how many 80s films she's actually in because she's in a lot. But sneaky actors, Steve Wright, who's the comedian who does deadpans, who we love in... Sorry, Married Max Murderer. But he's in this. He's yeah, deadpans yeah. a lot. And his he's, jokes are kind of funny. He's so young in this. But he's young in this. He's got a full full set of hair, which he doesn't <laughs> in any other film I've seen him. And those of you who are into quality actors, John Turturro is in this as well. I don't know who that is. He is an Oscar winner, John Turturro. For Barton Fink, I think. But he's in a lot of Spike Lee movies. He's very New York. He's okay. a very New York actor. Right. He's like Michael Rapperall and him. Like, if you talk about New York actors, they're, they're a part of it. And he's in a lot of the Coen Brothers films as well. And he, I didn't even think he got credited at the start. He's only got the credit at the end. But um, but he plays like the club owner of the Magic Club, which is a pretty terrible club, full stop. <laughs> just, I don't know why they're just around there. But there's always people there at the Magic Club. They seem to all be like mafioso yes. or something. Yeah, it's, a bit uh, it's a bit weird. But uh, we mentioned it's set in New York and New Jersey. I think it started off in New Jersey just because Madonna's from New Jersey. Mm. There's no real reason why it had to start at Atlantic City mm. or New Jersey side of New York. But it did, and then the rest mm. of it's in New York. Um, so there's a lot of there's a lot of um, 80s New York. We like the 80s. We like 80s New York. <laughs> yeah, very rough, rough, rough place. Prostitutes crime. everywhere, crime everywhere. Yeah, sometimes um, bad. If you park your car, three cholos are going to all of a sudden <laughs> lean on your car. <laughs> what is that in movies? Yeah, people just do that. Lean on your car because you Get pulled off up. Get my car. Our favorite cholo from Ferris yes. Bueller made a nice. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came back. Like, ah, he was, that was probably the best part of the film for me. He was perving really. on one of them. Yeah. Or oh, Madonna, but anyway, he was, a, he was a perv. A, he, I think he is credited as Latino perv. <laughs> um, okay, so my themes that I put down was one, living vicariously. So you mentioned that. Yeah, so she's the board housewife. She's the board housewife. So and Susan's a free spirit doing what she wants. Exactly. So she yeah. kind of, she cottons onto their relationship through the personals and then yeah. treats it like a storyline and is so intrigued by it that she has to go and her. see them meet each other just so that she can snoop, really. I mean, part of me thinks, oh, that'd be such a great way to live and the other part of me thinks, no way. For, for her, for her or for For, for Madonna, Susan? like right. Susan, like living like that. But then I think, nah, I couldn't cope. I need a house. Yeah, yeah. And you it's know? funny that there's, there's parts at the end where, you know, she kind of intrudes onto into their lives yeah. and goes onto their pools and swings yeah. into their spas and stuff like that. So it feels like she, when she gets a taste of that life, she likes it as well. But I put double standards for men and women, and I guess more specifically between, oh, totally. between 
the husband, husband and wife, Mr. and Mrs. Glass. So I guess she was expected to be like an 80s housewife where she would stay home. And she would, yeah, entertain. And yeah. entertain. And, just and he's like, don't eat the whole cake. Just be, yeah, and to keep off, keep yeah, her weight pretty. off. Whereas he pretty. was out obviously having an affair. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like, yeah. And then when she, you know, went off like, into the city or whatever, and yeah, yeah. he was like, and no. she finds it. I mean, this weird plot where she loses her. She thinks she's Susan for a while by mistake <laughs> yeah. because she gets her head bumped. Yeah, um, but she comes to this realization that hey, hey, I'm my own woman, and mm. I'm not going to be told what to do by this guy. No, but there's one scene where he's like. You're coming home with me. Like mm. it doesn't matter what you say. You're coming home with me because I'm your husband. And yeah, and then and it kind of flips because then he's like asking her to come home. Sort of. Yeah. Thing, so. She's like, nope. Yeah. So that and just '80s housewives' expectations of them. It seemed like it was. I don't know how much that's changed. You're giving me this weird look, like nothing's changed. Because <laughs> uh, now we have to work as well. <laughs> yeah, just throw that on top. Yeah. So you'd want to be the bored eighties house. I do. Work. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to work. Well, no, I, I will entertain your friends and cook dinner. Yeah, yeah. While I make you. ads in both English and Spanish. Yes. Um, <laughs> Okay, so we talked about this. Eight, it is eighties, but do you want to elaborate as to why this film is eighties? Oh, it's it's. I think it's all about the fashion, personally, mm. and mm. I think you know Madonna is is well known for pushing boundaries at a time mm. when things were still, you know, mm. sort of like a little bit closed off or whatever. You know, and I think I can just imagine teenagers going and seeing that and then, you know, just completely copying oh, that material girl. It would look. have happened, yeah. You know, totally. Like the whole, like off the shoulder, the mesh over the bra, you know, yeah. like the one earring thing, the gloves, all of that stuff, mm. you know. Is that the thing, a one earring thing? Yeah, the one earring thing. Okay. Yeah, that's mm. funny, isn't interesting. it? But also it was, it was interesting in this because obviously Madonna has this whole like sex thing yeah you know going on like where she did that book or whatever mm -hmm. and all that and like you Which can consequently when she became a grandmother decided to buy them all up and did so, she yeah i heard that god that's weird it is weird um she's weird now she's very off her tree <laughs> now with the plastic surgery and stuff yeah, and, and the mobile phone and it's a bit sad yeah it is a bit sad yeah because she's Pushing 70, I reckon. people, the kids now, Gen Zs or whatever, see her as this weird grandma monster from <laughs> from the internet. But really, she had a, you know, she had a huge career. Incredible, she was the, yeah. The pioneer in pop material girl sort of yeah, scene totally. in the 80s. And but she was good. She had some good songs. You yeah, know? I know. But, like, it's interesting in this because you do see, like, a bit of a boob and stuff in this. And yeah. I think, you know, it, obviously she, that wasn't. You know, like I know with pop singers, they sometimes try to keep really like squeaky clean image or whatever. Mm. No, she didn't. Like, and she never was like that. Yeah. She was like, no. Oh, well, it wasn't one of her first songs like a virgin. Yeah. So she was pushing right. the boundaries of, with, with sex, I guess, which was probably a good thing at the time. And yeah, I, I did think that. I mean, it is 80s, so there's not, not a bit of boob never really hurt anyone. No, from the it's 80s, true. But both Rosanna and Madonna. But I found that the um, house 
decor decor was very 80s yeah. i love it i love it. how they used to have like the tv on the kitchen bench there and you cook to the recipe as it oh, was coming through and that vcr player yeah, yeah. i told you we had that exact same one <laughs> we had a much smaller one yeah we had a huge one a like one that one yeah, yeah. yeah we're really... you sure it was vcr or was it a bit of no it was definitely vcr one of the earlier vcrs because it, it was that mm. vcr we had that it was vcr big. we never it was had big, that one yeah. we had a beater and, and it was a hand-me-down from from our friends because I remember, remember like things like that would be really expensive for the time. Like, oh, you got a VCR, like, ooh, ooh la la. Really? Because we had one. We yeah. had two. Like I said, <laughs> ooh la la. <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, that I thought was very 80s. And the real to real movies I thought was the nice. Mm. And that was kind of. Oh, reels. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of cool. And the guy, her, well, her boyfriend's friend. Hey, her friend. Jimmy, her boyfriend. Well, I don't know the guy that she she Susan in, yeah. Susan messages in the personal set a friend who ended up becoming Rosanna Arquette's love interest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he worked at a movie, actual movie cinema. They had the popcorn and those little like paper cones. That was cool. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And they were two dollars fifty. Yeah. Fuck, I paid twenty bucks for popcorn the last time I went to the movies. Don't be a chump and buy popcorn at movies. It's, but it tastes so good. It's always been expensive no matter yeah, what. Tastes, how good is <laughs> Two fifty back then must mean like whoa, it was like a dollar. <laughs> tastes so good though. Yeah, true. The salt. Fuck. Um, yeah. Okay. So favorite line scene. Mm. Is there anything that stands out? <sighs> I, I don't. I don't really have a favorite line because nothing is memorable enough. For no, me. nothing really. Made you know, me laugh that I think much. I kind of like the scenes where they were rushing through New York, where she was chasing her. That's mm. like where um, you know. That was probably for me, Roberta chasing Susan through New York. Through New York. I enjoy that. The thrift shops and stuff like that. Yeah. For me, I kind of, it was obviously made for the movie, but that scene where they went to the club. Like she unnecessarily asked her husband to meet her at yeah, that was at weird. 10 p.m. And she had like a, the bad guy had like a gun to Susan's head and she's just like riddling away. So I feel like if someone has a gun to your head like that, you're not moving. Oh, you yeah. Know? It, was, it was not real. Yeah. <laughs> nothing nothing about this movie seemed real. I meant more the dancing scene. With oh, the, yeah, the dancing with, scene. Where she's, she's giving the, the husband information about what's going on and then she's kind of there and then she's kind of not there. Yeah, yeah. And then he's dancing with some... Lady with shaved head. And then... <laughs> so edgy. <laughs> it was just it, like it was. Yeah. Like, I bet you Madonna had a hand at, at choreographing that that scene, or at least writing that scene, because it was very her. Do you think millennials will get this film? Millennials, yes. Gen Z, I don't know. Though mm. so they might like. I can. I can feel like they would be. It's like very inclusive. Inter- yeah, it is very inclusive film. Mm. But I feel like they would be interested to see, hey, that's Grandma Monster, you know, hey, Dave, mm. you know. <laughs> because when I think of Madonna, that's the Madonna I think now. of. Now. Well, no, just at all. Like when Madonna comes into my head, I think of Material Girl Madonna. I don't yeah. think of Vogue Madonna or like when she went on like the dance track, mm. you know, mm. with all that that sort of um Cooler, whatever yeah. 20, 2000s music and stuff. I think of that Madonna. Yeah. You know, and I, I mean, mean, she did her best to stay, stay, she with the did trends. stay relevant. And stay I, relevant. I think she must be absolutely ridiculously wealthy. Oh, yeah. Money wise. I don't think she has an issue there. Mm. But to me, the Madonna I like is mm. that Madonna. Is that one? Yeah. And, and so maybe one... Gen Z would watch this. And go okay. I had moments of realization as to okay, uh, that's why she was so. Popular. That's who she is. Okay. Well, yeah, was, or, you know. Yep. 
Is there anything that wouldn't fly? Hmm. I don't think so. Mm. There's nothing like a lot it's of smoking. Just, yeah, but that's whatever, mm. you know. Yeah, today would be vapes. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, yuck. Yeah, yeah. A bit of see-through tops. See-through tops. That's if okay. If you're afraid of a nipple, dude, you should have seen the outfits at Harry Styles. So there were some fourteen-year-olds in what can only be described as lingerie, and I felt like saying, you know, like if Addison, she wouldn't, I would not let her leave the house. Oh, none of their dads let them leave the house oh like that. Oh my god! They did Stephanie K's where they had sweaters. <laughs> All and then the they got to the school and they took it off and put I used in. to do that. Yeah, so exactly. You know, I sure. used to leave the house with my skirt at a normal length. So if you didn't walk catch around that. the corner and it would be like you could have almost seen what I had for breakfast yeah, if I yeah, bent over. Yeah, I, I do remember. <laughs> uh, funnily. But <laughs> if you didn't catch that, Meryl did go to a concert recently with 90 other thousand teenage women. Uh, teenage women? Oh, sorry, teenage okay, girls. Okay, I'm going to say that there was like females aged from like five to like a hundred. Like I saw some elderly women. It was. And what was it again? A utopia. It was like a utopia for females because <laughs> there was like maybe like 5% men. Yeah. They were like gay men, dads with their daughters. Yeah. That was very cute. And mm. then some begrudging maybe boyfriends and husbands there. But it was all very like body positive, inclusive. <laughs> Happy. It was like what the world would be like yeah. if the women were in arch. And, and then Harry Styles. And I had the privilege of being in the vicinity for another concert and the <laughs> women had taken over the men's bathroom as well. It was amazing. <laughs> See, it's, it's, it's like the they, they, they didn't even need to have a male and female. No. It was just everything belonged to it's women. Just, it's like Harry Styles has just brought, has finally brought <laughs> us together. And, it and he's a that. feminist. He wears a T-shirt that says the future is female. Well, I think it's in his best interest to say that. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah, Imagine to please him his... and knowing that like, all of those women would just go, yep. <laughs> all of those women. All of those women right. would Fair just enough. be like, yes. Yeah, he has his proverbial pick of the litter. He does. Pity he likes men. No, um... so it's not true. He does not. <laughs> He's straight. <laughs> all right. What does this movie mean to you? Look. I'm going to be honest. It really doesn't mean anything to me except for I remember both my sisters really loving it. Mm. So I think this was a real teenagers mm. of the 80s mm. film. Like it, this film would mean a lot to um, Madonna fans. fans. Yeah, Madonna fans. Yeah, which so, there were a lot of them. Yeah. So to me, I enjoy the fashion aspect of it mm-hmm. and I enjoy the New York aspect of it. But this is not a movie that, you know, like with science or Ferris or not an iconic 80s movie. That, but that those movies mean something to but me. But it had elements of the 80s. So Madonna was a big 80s. Yeah, so I enjoyed that part icon. of it. But it's but those movies like are part of my roadmap. Right. You know, and yeah. th- this is not. No, no. Yeah. yeah, same for me. It was more family, female family friends who made me watch this. And I remember it being better. That were older than you? Slightly older yeah. than you. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the soundtrack. Well, I'm, it's funny because really the soundtrack is just like 80s synthesized backing tracks and then Madonna songs. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, maybe at the start I heard of something. Maybe, I don't know, Gladys Knight or something like that at the start. Mm. Maybe when they walk around New York. But most of it was Madonna. Yeah. And that scene that I mentioned of them They're going dancing. to the club. Would that be She's weird? dancing to her own song. Would that be weird? 
But then they don't really play it when you when in those when they shoot movies. You know, they don't have the song playing; it's quiet. So yes, I didn't know that. But but, but I'm just saying, yeah. like, I wonder if I, yeah, I mean, like after they would have put weird, it in afterwards. Huh? But like, yeah. yeah, but the the fact that she's talking over herself, so you can hear her singing and her talking <laughs> at the same time, and just I don't know. It's like some yeah, the, the bizarro world. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, but I mean, then mm. once again, we see that like it was a perfect way for her to sort of push her profile further, higher, mm. again, through the acting and the music. And the yeah. Art. And I don't know if, if Purple Rain came first. And it's not really oh, a Purple Rain, Purple Rain in the sense that it's a, just a really long video clip. I love Purple Rain. Um, to promote an album. It wasn't. Mm. This was a movie in its own right. But it did lean heavily on Madonna's success. Mm. And like, to be the I fifth said. grossing film Like if, if Madonna wasn't in this movie. This yeah. would be the worst movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, <laughs> it'll be up there with glitter with Mariah. Oh, Kerry. hell, but it's in the same vein, really. Mm. I mean, not that crossroads it, with not that, Spears, not that, it, yeah, exactly. But I quite enjoyed that, like those type of 90s to 2000 films with singers in and usually trying to pick their their mm. lives, like I don't know, Eight Spice Mile World or Spice World, where like. <laughs> Here's the story how Eminem became a rapper. Like, okay, we know that. But... I never saw that, you know. Okay, but the same sort of my point is that yeah, yeah. all they do is they just retell the same story of this yeah, person, yeah. whereas this is not about No, her, no. But elements of who she is, like growing up Absolutely. in Jersey, her, her style, who she is, is in this film a lot. Anyway, what do you rate the film? Oh, my God. I give it a 4 out of 10, and that's being generous. <laughs> Because it gets a couple of points for New York and a couple of points for the fashion. Yeah, look. Plus, I like their bath. You wanted it. Yeah, the bath is good. Mm. But we figured out later the bath is good because he sells bath. <laughs> yes. So he would give himself the top. Yeah. Right. And he explains this to Susan. I want Yeah, more. look, four and a half because I remember it being better. <laughs> <laughs> but the plot made no sense. There's gaping holes in the plot. There's no real character arc. It no. Just, it just, they lose their memory, they come back. It doesn't make sense as why the character, the main character, does what she does. That She falls in love with someone else at the same time. Mm. It's a bit strange. But um, I thought the guys were cool in this, by the way. They kind of all had this in excess kind of vibe mm. about them. Not the husband. Not the husband. But no, the, but the other guys, Jimmy yeah. And and guy. Dez. And Des, cool yeah, um, yeah, they were cool. But yeah, I, I give it a four and a half. Wow. And you're right; it's a bit generous, and and half of the mark goes because I thought it was better than it was. <laughs> um, that's it. Anything you want to talk about besides Harry Styles? Oh, Harry Styles. Well, I went to an eighties night on Friday. Oh yeah, night. you did. Mm. Was there any Material Girl playing? There was a lot of Material Girls yeah, dressed, dressed up. up. Yeah. yeah. Um, and when I say girls, I mean like middle aged women. women. Yeah. yeah. Older women. I don't know. We I just drank a lot. Yeah. Midori Splice. What did you drink? I wanted to drink Midori Splice. I saw it at the bar and I was like, hmm. No, I had a mal. I drank. I drank four different drinks. Okay. I had a cocktail, mm-hmm. Malibu and pineapple, mm-hmm. a gin, and a prosecco. Hence oh. why my head still hurts two days later. Oh, okay, well, well, yeah, that might do it. Yeah. Mixing your drinks will always do it. And I got home before you did with the kids from the basketball. Correct. So it would have been a good night for you. It was. Yeah, yeah. That sounds good. I mean, it's good. I like an early night. What did I say? I want to get that sign that says, please leave by 9 p.m. <laughs> 
hanging on the wall when people come over. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoyed that night. And um, being an 80s kid yourself, it's good to kind of yeah. let that light shine a little bit. And that's it, I think. That's it. So, yeah, if you like it, hit the like button. Smash mm. the subscribe button, is that what the kids say? Smash the subscribe and, button. And, uh, yeah, share if you can. Give us five stars if you can, because that always helps us. And that's it. Peace. Bye. She split on you, huh? Yeah, two days ago. Well, she ever split on you before? No, no, of course not. Is she into drugs? Drugs? Roberta? She's never smoked a joint in her whole life. She's probably the straightest person in Fort Lee. Uh-huh. What are you driving at? You want something to drink?